0: Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts
1: right now.
2: You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and Americanamusicmagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Winner of the 2018 Carolina Music Award for Best Folk Band category, North Carolina band Province of Thieves has been performing their all-acoustic, modern folk music since the band got together in 2012. One of the founding members, Greg Moore, joins me for this edition of Americana Music Profiles as we talk about the Province of Thieves evolution as a band and their upcoming new record, White Caps in the Cornfield. Good afternoon, Greg. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, good afternoon, Greg. Yeah, thanks for inviting me.
2: Yeah, I feel like we're talking to a mirror here or something, maybe. Right, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and we're not that far apart, actually. Uh, in, in in perspective, you're in South Carolina,
1: is that right? I'm actually in Charlotte, so just just a, I'm in North Carolina. North just, Carolina, just barely. Okay, yep.
2: okay, yeah. So, um, yeah. So as. As the crow flies, we're we're actually uh, almost neighbors, <laughs> being here in Virginia. Uh, That's right. Charlotte That's is right. an easy an easy trek for us, and uh, been to uh, that part of North Carolina quite a bit. Different different types of musical events that happen in that region of North Carolina. Um, Merle uh, in particular, is, is coming up here soon. That's not exactly Charlotte, but uh, Wilkesboro is not too far from there.
1: No, it's right in between us. Yep. Yeah,
2: yeah. Do you, have you had a chance to to attend that?
1: I have not actually I, probably uh shameful for, for me to say, but I have not been, I've been to a lot of different festivals uh, for music, but uh, I actually not had the pleasure of going to Berlin. And it's, the, it's probably the one festival festival that, you know, doing what I do. I have probably, uh, should have attended at least one. I'm going to check that off soon, I think.
2: Well, you've got, you've got six weeks. (laughs) It's coming up (laughs) end of (laughs) of April, (laughs) right? right, Actually, you know, your, your band, I think the, the music, uh, certainly your, your original material uh, fits. I mean, it's, uh, you know, kind of right down the middle of Americana uh, with, with province of thieves and, uh, you know, who knows, you you know, being a, being a North Carolina, uh, an act, um, I know they they like to bring in uh, hometown acts, so you never know. Maybe there's a place Absolutely. there for
1: you. <laughs> and we're we're still just starting to kind of break in on the festival circuit. Um, you know, we're we're graduating out of playing bars and, and yeah. breweries, and that's not to say we're not still doing that. But you know, it's, it sort of feels like we're we're moving, um, sort of starting to cross that sort of threshold of less bars and more uh, festival kinds of appearances. So sure. that's, that's uh, definitely on our, uh, it's on our radar to be playing a little further and wider in those kinds of uh, events.
2: Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, that's a good segue. That's why we're on the phone to talk about uh, Province of Thieves and, and uh, what you guys do. And so give me just a little bit of the history. I think if I, if I read correctly, you guys uh, almost 10 years old as a band?
1: yeah actually we hit ten years uh, this is it this no it was actually last year we celebrated our tenth okay um, and we we got started uh, my my wife is a ballet teacher, ballet and tap teacher and um, and it, it I'm, I probably should back up a little further than that. Uh, Brad and I started the band. Uh, and we were familiar with each other because we went to the same church. Although, you know, we didn't we weren't close friends at the time. But that church in uh, 2005 started a a contemporary worship service, and they and they tapped me to be the the worship leader.
0: Mm, mm-hmm.
1: um, and I had to put together a you know a, a praise band for it, and um, it was kind of a small church, so. Um, I have to say I was pretty successful at finding a lot of volunteers within the church that had at least a little musical. Yeah. And Brad, uh, Brad stepped up and uh, became a member of the band. So we we played together in that praise team band um, previously. Okay. And then and then my wife was uh, as I started to say was the, the dance teacher, uh, and she operates her program out of that church. Um and still does. We don't attend there. We haven't for a while, but, um, she still has her program there. Uh, and her program is now 20 years old. It's hard to believe. It makes wow. me feel old that She's been doing that that long. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and and Brad's daughter started in the program and in 2012, she graduated from high school. And, um, for that particular, um, dance recital there in 2012, um, Amanda had the idea that um, Brad should sing a song. Like, and so Emily was supposed to do a, a solo dance mm. and, and Brad would sing a song. And Brad said, well, I'll do you one better. I'm going to write a song. I was like, I'm not just going to sing one mm. for her. You know, I'm actually going to write it. Uh, and he wrote it and he tapped me and he said, hey, Greg, will you join me on this? Um, and so I had just started playing the mandolin. So now, you know, I haven't been a mandolin player. Long. <laughs> right yeah um but uh we got together and we played that song it was called dance back to me um and it was for her senior dance recital solo and it it went great and you know all the tears were shed and every, everything was beautiful and um after <laughs> after that dance recital one of the two of us looked at we could at each other and said you know we really should start we should keep doing this it was fun um, wow, so we cool. got together, we got together, it was like the 2012, uh, and that summer just kind of spent a lot of time in my garage, you know, putting sets together and, uh, promised was born as a duo. Okay. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I don't have much history you want me to go into, but certainly it built from there. And we're, we're, this, this album we just released, uh, on January 27th this year is actually our fourth. Uh, if you go into Spotify and iTunes and wherever it is you like to, to get your music and you type in province of thieves, you're going to see three albums, uh, because our first one was, you know, we kind of look upon it as a, you know, now, now you'd almost look at that and say, well, it's kind of a demo tape, mm, but mm-hmm. you know, at the, at the time we, you know, we, you know, it's, it is an album, you know, it's all original music, um, we just certainly graduated in the quality of our recording a bit, mm-hmm. uh, on the next three albums. And that, that was all because of budget, right? Right. Um, sure. We, we had no budget on the first album. So, you know, it was kind of a basement recording, um, and, and well done. I, I, w- I wouldn't tell anybody it's, it's bad. I think it was well done. Uh, but, but, uh, all the subsequent albums by that time we were gigging, um, very frequently. And, uh, building the band up and had a full you know five piece band by the time we got to the second album hmm. um, and had you know and had budget to spend on it because um unlike a lot of bands most cover bands they'll they'll play and and they just dole the money out to their players um province of thieves goes about things a little differently. I mean, we earn gig money and some of it goes in the bank and mm-hmm. it goes in the ba- into the bank for recording. Sure, right? So we yeah. don't, we, we don't go to our fans and say, Hey, um, do, do y'all you know, want to lend money or, or, you know, do, you know we'll do fundraisers.
2: Yeah. Sure. Uh, go fund uh, you know, county,
1: yeah. So, so, yeah, exactly. Essentially we say, look, come to our shows that's how we raise funds right? yeah. come to yeah. our shows put money in our tip jar that's how we lay, you know that's yeah. how we how, how we fund our albums
2: yeah well so in 2018 you guys won a carolina music award so at some point in that between 2012 and, and there it 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 dawned on you guys that you you were onto something when did it was there a moment when it clicked and you realized hey we're we're actually we're actually doing something here that seems to be working with our fans and maybe we're onto a, onto something here. Well, that's pretty cool.
1: Right before our second album, the the Laverna album, um, we had been playing a lot of those originals on that album um, for a while. Um, and, but we didn't have a full band uh, and it was just sort of Providence. We, we picked up uh, a third with Steve Allen Um, he, uh, it it all kind of comes back to churches. Um, I was, I was playing at this time, a different church, you know, it was a few years after Brad and I had kind of started. Uh, and and at at that church, I wasn't the leader. I was the lead guitar player. I was, you know, electric guitar. Uh, but there was another fellow that was, um, the, the, both of us actually were at the audition for the church. Mm. Um, and I was just chatting. I'd never met Steve. Um, but I had just sat there and watched his audition and he you know, just played acoustic guitar and sang. and and I was waiting on my turn, but I, we were sitting there watching a couple other people and I was just chatting with him and he just happened to mention it. it's like, yeah, he says, yeah, my wife bought me a banjo and I'm tinkering around with that. And my mind clicked. I mean, I already heard this guy sing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I already knew he could play guitar very well. He could sing very well. Uh, and when he said, yeah, I, I've got a banjo. I said, Hey, you know, I've got, a duo I'm playing in and I bet you <laughs> how, do, how would you like to come uh you know uh, uh try out for for province of thieves and he was very he, he, was, he was into it uh and shortly after that we were a trio mm-hmm. um and it started to click there yeah right? it was because it went from from two voices you know uh when when you're a duo harmonizing is, is pretty easy right mm-hmm. uh it's it's one person singing the melody and, and then the second guy can sing just about anything right mm-hmm. th- sing a third a fifth seventh whatever you know as long as, as it's a harmony part you know and i'm pretty bad about just making it up on the fly i'll do that it's easy to do that when there's just one guy singing the melody if i'm on right, harmony right right but you can't do that when you add the third voice mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know you really gotta learn your part right mm-hmm. so you're not that the two guys that are in harm or, you know that are singing harmony aren't stepping on
0: each other right, and, sure.
1: so we had to learn how to do that but we did it you know pretty well and and that it's funny in those early days we were uh playing and playing a lot of cover stuff right and we thought you know sort of our we call it our plan of attack was to play some 80s stuff. Uh, but play it with mandolins and ukuleles um, and really kind of have a different instrumentation that people weren't Mm. used to seeing with Mm -hmm. duos and single acts. Um, But what we found out was everybody after shows would come up and say, gosh, you guys, harmonies are great. (laughs) Mm.
0: You know, and it
1: started, Don was like, you know what? I mean, the, the instrumentation is cool, right? It's Mm -hmm. not, that even though it's North Carolina, you know, here in the Charlotte area, it it was kind of uncommon to see somebody playing a mandolin,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right. at Mm -hmm. a a bar, as opposed to, you know, just guitars, obviously are are the most popular instrument. Mm -hmm. You just see mandolins very frequently, Uh, but that wasn't what people were hooking. You know, we weren't hooking people with the instrumentation. It was the harmonies. Mm -hmm. And so when we added Steve, we added a you know, another voice and it just sort of, it, it it kind of exploded. Mm. Um, and you know, it really, not only did it, did we sort of take it to a new level in terms of the, the presentation, it was also the songwriting. It was like, wow. Um, we started writing songs knowing, um, I think that first album, uh, Laverna's got a song at the very beginning called greatest wonders. And that song was written by Brad Um, the fellow that I started the band with and when he wrote that song I think he had in mind that he was gonna have Steve and me behind him Mm -hmm. on harmony Right? Mm -hmm. you listen to that song and it just starts off right from the the very first track on the album and it just just hits you right in the face with three part male harmony Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what we started to hang our hat on Um, and then right before that uh, right before that album, we were already kind of, you know, we already had all the songs. Uh, we didn't have a rhythm section. And uh, Parker Foley walked up to us one night. And he happened to know Brad a little bit from, they both worked in Banks. Um, Parker retired uh, from the Banks a few years ago. Brad's, Brad's still working, but um, but he came up to me um and said hey I, my name's parker i'm a i'm an upright bass player it's almost like he knew we were looking for him mm, cool. <laughs> <laughs> because you know uh, it's it's one thing to find a uh, it's one thing to find a bass player you know and, mm-hmm. and it's and that's probably hard enough to find in and of, of itself mm-hmm. um but to have a upright bass player kind of walk up and say hey you know do you guys need an upright bass player? Right. Yeah. As a matter as a matter of fact, we do. Yeah. Uh, and then and then uh, and then Parker right after that, you know, we we started kind of setting the concrete, hey, we're going into the studio soon. We're gonna need a percussionist. And I and I was very um particular because now I got a banjo player, right? Now mm-hmm. I've got an upright bass player and mm-hmm. it's almost like it's it's coming together providentially. Right um you got a mandolin player in the band already you got you got you, you got all these different folk instruments we don't want a drummer right mm-hmm. we want we want a i'm throwing air quotes in the air you can't see them. we want a <laughs> quote-unquote a percussionist uh-huh. right uh-huh. so sure. it's someone. Spe- so, so unlike most you know blue obviously bluegrass and a lot of folk bands don't incorporate uh percussion or drums in any way but um Jenny worked out great. Cause we kind of, we came in and said, you know, we're not looking for somebody to slap a snare that's kind of blowing us off the stage. You right. can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Right. This kind of, this kind of band, you gotta, you gotta fit into the, into the pocket. Yeah. Um, and, and she, uh, she understood exactly what we were looking for. And, um, and we had a tour two uh, I think probably six weeks of rehearsals. And we went in the studio and started, uh, recording Laverna with, with the five of us. Um, and that, uh, Laverna, I think we. I'm trying to think of the timing on that one, but that was the album. Um, we finished it in 2016, um, and that really was the album that sort of catapulted us to the Carolina Music Award. Um, we were in the studio for "Way to the Sky," I think, by 2018, uh, but we weren't. We weren't done with it. Um, but it was Laverna that we were playing in, in, in the, uh, in the bars and, and everywhere we were going. And, um, so that, that's really went where it felt, um, you know, and I hate to say it was so long ago, um, cause we've released way to the sky since then and way to the sky we, we released in January of 2019. And it's taken us, I guess tw- January, 2019 to January, January, 2023 is four years, <laughs>
0: mm
1: but in that four years you know what, what we ran into the the, the pandemic sure. or what everybody ran into so it took us some time um to to write the new album white caps in the cornfield it, it just yeah. it, it was a, that was a slow cooker and a lot of it had to do with the pandemic sure and yeah we're probably we're probably like a lot of bands we're still tr- trying to sort of get back to you know the gigging frequency that we were at yeah. um
2: so what what do you want to do with the band you know, you're you're 10 years in now and and you've got a uh, an award or two and brand new album what what do you see as the future what's what's the goal with the music what would you guys like to accomplish now that it feels like you you've kind of got your sound the way you want it and you got a new record what what's what's the coming yeah, the year goal- look like
1: the goal is the, the goal hasn't changed a lot in the last few years, and that goal is to play in front of the right audiences mm-hmm. and you would probably say okay greg, well can can you expand on that Well, you know to graduate out of gigs where we're just booked to be the background mm-hmm. more to gigs that you know um uh, living room kind of you know even small stuff, but folks are there to hear us mm-hmm. right they sure. come to hear us
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah uh and and that is what we're trying to drive to and that, you, you, I, we still can't say no to the you know a lot of those gigs that, that yeah. come that the booking comes along and says hey will you play for you know at, at the brewery for you know what if it's if it's good money and um, we'll still take that gig sure. so it's not it's not like you turn one switch off and turn the other one on right and i i bet you that you, you would rarely find a band that's ever done that mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. i think like Light, lightning does strike a few people but
2: well a lot of a lot probably, of acts are having rare. to kind of restart yeah. even kind of like you said it's yeah. wherever you might have whatever success you might have achieved pre-pandemic um you know a lot of things kind of had to get started over so
1: uh, uh, that's absolutely right yeah. it's almost like uh yeah you had a name then
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your momentum got stifled. If you you know
1: what, if you want a name now, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to back up a little bit and get your, uh, get your. Yeah, exactly. The minimum back where where it used to be. So the, so we're you know just like a lot of bands we're 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 in that same pocket.
2: Yeah, sure. So, and and you guys are at this point still fairly fairly local, regional in in where you're where you get out to.
1: That's correct. Yeah.
2: yeah. New album is. Um, Whitecaps in the cornfield uh, and just really recently out. How can people find that? And do you have a schedule somewhere where people can come catch a live show?
1: We have Cabarrus Brewing in Concord, um, and that will be uh, on Good Friday. So if you are in the Charlotte area concord is just north of charlotte uh, we'll be at Caber's brewing we are booking the harrisburg north carolina barba brew festival that's also in april um not a lot on the counter yet so those those are your opportunities um right now uh but we are in talks so be a lot of stuff to come
2: yeah and the website is provinceofthieves.com is that right
1: provinceofthieves.com and you know we've got uh, as i mentioned earlier you know just as far as listening is concerned if you have itunes I, itunes i'll talk specifically about you know we have enough albums now that you can go to itunes and find us so we have our own radio station yeah good, <laughs> good. so uh, you, you can type in province of thieves radio and, and get a mix and and not hear uh, any repeats, uh, so the, uh, it'll it'll run for quite a while before you uh, hear anything repeated because there's three albums worth of uh, mostly originals. We uh, we have one or two songs that are um, covers, and I, I would even talk specifically one cover on "Way to the Sky" called "Wave the Ocean," um, which is a, um, a an old Tim O'Brien song actually uh-huh. from this, speaking of keeping it in, in the americana wheelhouse uh-huh. um you know old tim o'brien from the 80s song so that one you probably uh wouldn't know unless i told you it was a cover yeah um and then on our very first album uh the one that you can't find anywhere unless you unless you uh go to our website we did a uh we did a cover make uh chicago's make me smile okay um, that's awesome but uh yeah you go to itunes you can listen for a few hours yeah,
2: <laughs> with cool. no repeats. yeah. well thank you greg It's uh, been fun getting to know about your music and uh talk to you again we we talked a, a couple years ago for the reverb nation feature and so it's good to to have you guys back in the magazine again and i wish you well with the new record
1: well thank you greg
2: Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at Americanarhythm.com.